Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. Hello everyone and welcome back to season two episode... Uh... Zero? Episode... (laughs) Nothing? Episode no number? (laughs) No number. This is Dad Baby. Oh no, don't say it. This episode of Bluey is called Dad Baby. Today we're talking Dad Baby and it doesn't have an episode number because it is not available to watch on Disney+. Plus. Banned. And this is one of those that I don't think we're ever going to see it on Disney+. Plus. I would say not. <laughs> I'm going to go down on a limb and say no. If you are, if you are a betting man, a woman, <laughs> exactly. a betting human, yes. So since this episode is not on Disney+, Plus, we don't have a synopsis for it. Oh, yay. <laughs> so whatever you come up with. I feel like it ups my odds. Yeah. Well, Considerably, because <laughs> you have nothing to go against. So basically, how would you synopsis episode? Because that will be the unofficial official synopsis. Yay, I feel so honored. Okay. Lucky's dad helps Bandit deliver a baby. Bravo, bravo. Gold stars. 100, 120% there. <laughs> I love uh, including Lucky's dad because he's, you know, kind of the hero of this episode. You, you have to. I mean, he he really uh, delivers the goods. Okay. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. So on the official Bluey TV website, this is episode 13. So it happens very early in the season. And they say, when Bingo finds her old papoose baby harness and dad puts it on to show her how to work, Bingo climbs in and a new game is born. Dad, baby, exclamation point. They always do a good job. They always do a great job. So what did you think about this episode? Um, uh, I had no words. I have no words for this one. (laughs) This, yeah, this is a special episode that I just can't wrap my head around. Would you consider this to be one of those episodes that somebody was asking you, hey, I heard about this show called Bluey. I want to watch something. What's like an ep- a good episode to watch? Would you, would you throw this in the mix? Would you kind of keep this one out? Where would you kind of put this in the... Because this obviously isn't in the tearjerker bucket. No. Because there's a bunch of episodes that all make me cry. So there's like tearjerker bucket of bluey episodes. There's also the really good lesson episodes. I feel like this one just sits outside of all of them. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, if I was trying to convince someone of the merits of bluey, I would not include this episode. Keep the controversy out of it. And just do like one of the like good tearjerker, like very like relatable parent moment ones. Mm -hmm. Because that's what, you know, bluey does best. Yeah, so like take out. Yes. Or something like that. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I think no words is a really good way to describe this. <laughs> no words. I mean, Bandit pretends to have a baby. And <laughs> Chili's in like the very first part of the episode. Pat's involved. Bluey's there. Bingo's there. We get a cameo from Wendy. It really just um, kind of has it all. Yeah, this one's a doozy. <laughs> It is a doozy. All right. So we have both had babies. We have. 
very for real life moments for us. So I'm sure there's going to be quite a lot to talk about <laughs> as we dive into this episode. Oh my gracious. So let's recap it. And I want to say before we start, for those of you who have not seen this episode, I definitely recommend finding it, watching it. You can actually download it or buy it through Apple and some of the other services. I think it's like 99 cents, maybe $1.99. Worth it. 100% worth it. So I would say definitely check out this episode. We are still going to walk through it. Um, hopefully you can get the gist if you haven't seen it. So it opens up and Bluey is cleaning up a spill on the floor. She asks Dad if she has to do it all herself, to which he replies, if you're going to do something, you better do it properly. Which, like, wink, wink, hint, hint, is what's about to happen. It's like that perfect setup at the beginning of Bluey that they do, not every episode, but quite a few episodes. And it just continues through the entire, the entire way. Yeah, it's like, careful what you say, because you might have to actually, like... Um, debut it or preview it or yeah. show the kids what you mean. <laughs> yes. yes. What do you mean by that, Dad? Yeah. Oh, don't worry. We're going to get into it. Bingo comes into the room with her old papoose, which is a baby carrier, wondering what it is. Bandit explains that they used to walk her around in it while demonstrating how to put it on. Bluey suggests that Bingo gets into the baby carrier and Bluey remarks how Bandit has a baby in his belly. So there's a lot going on here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's start, and I'm going to call it a baby carrier, uh-huh. and we can talk later about some of the challenges and issues that people have around the word papoose. But basically, I'm going to call it a baby carrier. It looks very much like a baby Bjorn yeah. like version, so it has like the snaps and the straps and a compartment in the front. You can probably snap it down, put the kid in. Mm-hmm. There, And I say that as a clarifier because there are many different baby-wearing yeah. options out there. So true. I remember there's, there's multiple versions of this type, but then there's also the singular type. 25 foot piece of fabric that you can like weave around yourself that was my favorite oh my god i could not get that down to i save loved my i life. loved that one it was one of those things where once you figured it out it worked really well but you kind of had to like take the time to figure it out but oh that was my favorite one i loved it i wore charlie everywhere with that thing so I was going to ask, did you use a baby carrier with your kids? I used the Moby Wrap, which was the big, long piece of fabric that you wrap around. But that was really the main one. I'm trying to think. If did I, you use it with both your kids? I only used it with Charlie. I'm trying to think what we used for David. Arms. I think we had, I had one kind of similar to the one that they have in the show that was black, that was like the strap. It was almost like backpack straps kind yes, of but it's backwards. like a front pack. it's like a front backpack kind of yeah. so like that type of material and stuff i had one of those with david now that i think about it yeah and did your kids like them charlie absolutely loved it because i feel like children fall into two camps they oh, yeah. either love them you could stick them in it wear them around the house where you're doing dishes you see it online all the time or they do not like it and they can't stand it. I don't think that there's a whole big in-between. They yeah. either go for it and you like go all the way with it or it's no dice. Yeah, I'd say, David, it was okay. We use it for mostly for theme parks and stuff. Oh, Charlie, okay. I like would cook and do dishes and go to the parks. I like anywhere, anytime, all the time. We use it a lot. Nice. Yeah. Mine fell into the other camp. I yeah. could not get him to stay in it to save my life. I had the wrap. I bought a wrap. I bought 
I think two different regular harnesses. Oh, wow. I was like, okay, well, maybe this one's just a little too cheap and it's mm-hmm. a weird fit for it. So then I bought a fairly expensive one online that people liked. <laughs> I, I, I may still have them somewhere just because I spent so much money on them, but yeah. my kid never used them. Yeah. I need to gift them to someone. I'm sure someone would be very happy to take that yes, yes. off your hands. I really wanted him to enjoy it. Yeah. Like, it frees up your arms. You mm-hmm. can do things as opposed to, like, pushing a stroller or yeah. having to carry them all the time. Because he definitely wanted to be on me when he was a baby. But, yeah, no bueno. So, we've got cucumbers and radishes. Uh, I've actually got cravings for these dim sims. Dim sims? The baby wants dim sims. Okay. Mine. Hey. <laughs> I'll try again. Mine. <laughs> Right. Hey, Dingo, I'm hungry. So back to the story. As I said, Bluey gets the great idea that they should play dad baby. And after mom remarks that this um, is not going to end well, Bluey explains to dad that he is pregnant with baby Bingo and dad says he's going to do it properly. So initially Bandit is very up for this game. He's like, yeah, cool. I can like, he's like, all right, you know, whatever. As he ponders how to be pregnant, Chili rolls up her magazine, getting it ready as Bandit starts a whole tirade of stereotypical pregnant complaints. Like, oh, my back hurts. Oh, my feet ache. Oh, I'm hungry. Just, you know. She was ready for him. She was, yes. She had that magazine ready. So after mentioning stretch marks chili playfully smacks him with the magazine saying that he had no idea what she went through you tell him girl exactly if you have not been pregnant yourself just just don't doesn't (laughs) doesn't doesn't it doesn't matter just just don't do it it's you don't understand and even like after being pregnant everybody has such a different experience Mm -hmm. that you just never know true They leave the sunroom slash lanai and Bandit realizes that it's not going to be so easy to do anything with a baby in his belly. He first knocks over a bunch of stuff off of a side table and then asks Bluey to clean it up because he needs to sit down. He's had it on for not even a minute. And I know that this is a seven minute show, so obviously they have to like speed up the progression of everything. But I mean, seriously. Yeah. You you just put it on Bandit. Come on. Come on. They then head into the kitchen because Bandit is hungry, and Bluey reminds him that he's now eating for two, which Bandit thinks is such a great thing. Like, oh, yeah, there we go. So inside the fridge, they find various items, including some leftover dim sims, which Bandit says the baby is craving. Unfortunately, each type Bandit goes to pop one in his mouth, Baby Bingo reaches out to grab it, which... I think is great. That's what Banda gets mm-hmm. for saying very la- loudly out loud that it's all the baby's fault that he wants Dimsums. That's right. Then the baby should take him. I I support Bingo's. It's it's here for it's here for baby Bingo. Of course, right? Baby Bingo needs the nourishment. As they head outside for some exercise, Banda has to sit down again because his back hurts again. But then Jilly comes along and Pandit quickly gets up and asks if pregnancy is easy. Because of course he does. So as she walks off, Chili reminds Bandit that the kicking will start soon. 
Hugh Bingo kicking him in the stomach. <laughs> She's so smart. She is so smart. <laughs> I love it. And the look that she gives when she mentions, oh, but doesn't the kicking start soon? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Bandit attempts to stop the game by trying to take off the baby carrier. However, Bluey reminds him that he hasn't had the baby yet. And that he said that if you're going to do something, do it properly. That's where we get that wraparound. As Bandit explains that it doesn't really apply to him, Bingo pops her head at the bottom of the baby carrier and Bluey exclaims that it's time to have the baby. (laughs) This scene... So funny. The image, the still image, if you pause it, uh-huh. of Bandit standing there and Bingo's head out the bottom of the carrier in between his legs <laughs> with Bluey standing next to them and the look on her face. Is that a meme? I haven't seen that one. It's so good. <laughs> it's it's just so funny. And, okay, what was the conversation like when... Joe Brom was, like, pitching this idea. In the writer's room? Yeah, when they were, like, storyboarding how it was going to go along. Like, oh, and then you know what we should do? Have Big O' pop her head out the bottom. (laughs) And, like, here's here's the image, and this is what we should do. And, yeah. So funny. Cut to a scene of Bandit in a blow-up swimming pool getting ready to deliver Bingo, whose head is still out the bottom of the baby carrier. I like the tie-in here, a blow-up pool, you know, kind of like a water birth, Mm -hmm. because people actually use versions of those if they're going to do at-home water births, which is kind of where we're headed for Bandit and Baby Bingo. Yeah, I was like, I cannot believe they're going here. Like, like I think at the first half of the episode, I just thought, oh, it'll be a funny pregnancy thing. And I was like, oh, wow, they're really doing this. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Oh, they a hundred, a thousand percent (laughs) did it. There was, there was no, we're going to deliver this this halfway. Yes, they go through the whole gamut here. So Bluey claims that she's just a friend working at a petrol station and she has no skills as a midwife. So they have to call in the only other person around to help. Because right now, Bandit's like, quote unquote, in labor. That's right. We all know who it is. Lucky's dad, Pat. Woohoo. Woohoo. We love Lucky's dad. We love. He is such such a sport. So he is, at the time that all of this is happening, he's on his side of the fence singing a song called True Blue. Bluey pops her head over the fence and asks him if he can give them a hand with something. Is it Lucky's a- dad, can you give us a hand with something? Yeah, no worries, Bluey. I didn't know this was the something. Hard enough, Pat. But I don't know how to deliver a baby. I thought you grew up in a farm. We grew sorghum. I just, she's just like, hey. Hey, Lucky's dad, can you come help with something? <laughs> Again, smash cut to Lucky's dad trying to help Bandit and saying this isn't the something that he agreed to when he said he would help. <laughs> the way that they smash cut these, the episode is really great as well. I really appreciate how they cut it mm-hmm. and had it all, like the timing of everything is just so comical. We do find out that Lucky's dad grew up on a sorghum farm, but that he has no idea how to deliver anything. This because Bandit's like, didn't you grow up on a farm? Didn't you like deliver things animals cows you know stuff and he's like a sorghum farm and we can get into what sorghum is later but it definitely has nothing to do with animals (laughs) or delivering anything (laughs) 
Lucky then comes out to tell his dad that cricket has started and Pat yells back that he's busy and just to shout at him when anything interesting happens. They sure love cricket. Yeah, they do. Anytime that they have an opportunity to stick cricket in here, they do. I love it. Yes. As Pat attempts to grab baby Bingo's leg, she bites him and crawls back in. (laughs) Also hilarious. Pat goes in for the baby again. Right as Lucky starts shouting that Gore is from the balcony. And Pat manages to get Bingo's butt, but not the rest of her. It just stays inside. Bingo just <laughs> will not leave. And she's grabbing on to Bandit's, like, chest belly uh-huh. hair to, like, stay in there. Which then, of course, causes Bandit to look very disheveled because, obviously, he's uh-huh. in pain. People are when they, you know, give birth. So it's perfect. And then, of course, we get the cherry on the top. Wendy appears, spraying her flowers, and she screams when she realizes what's going on next door. Yeah, the visual just cannot be explained of Bandit in this position, like, literally delivering a baby, and Lucky's dad next to him, like, holding his hand, cheering him on. Like, that whole... Wendy, seeing that visual, must have been like, what in the actual... (laughs) What in the actual heck? Yes. And... That followed and coupled by the fact that they just so nonchalantly turn and say, morning, Wendy. <laughs> like, it's nothing. Like, yep. nothing is going this on. This is normal. This, this is perfectly is normal. Perfectly normal. She just runs screaming back inside. Pat says that the baby isn't moving and that they may have to go in through the sunroof. <laughs> and did you get this reference? I'm assuming they meant C-section. Yes. But, That's oh, my what goodness. I'm assuming as I was well. like, wow, they're just... Doing it all on this one. Doing it all. They're just going to include it all. Yes. I thought that that was the funniest way to put it. Go in through the sunroof. Oh, my gosh. But Bluey steps in and tries to pull and helping as Lucky's dad helps Bandit push. So now they've kind of switched. So instead of Pat being down by Bandit's legs trying to pull on baby Bingo, he's kind of moved up and is now trying to push Bingo while Bluey is pulling. It takes a village. It does. It takes a village. Lucky comes out again to give another update to the score, and when Pat thinks about leaving Bandit, demands him to stay and sing to him. He's like, you're not getting out of this. What are you talking about? You're in it now. I need your help. All the while, Bingo is, again, grabbing onto Bandit's tummy fur. And like I said, I love how exhausted and ragged Bandit looks. And his fur is all crazy. Mm-hmm. Pat starts to sing to him. And he gives one final push while Bluey is pulling and out pops Bingo. Yay. And Bandit with his biscuits. <laughs> As we get this beautiful like scene of like the birds and stuff kind of coming out of the tree. And did you catch that... When Bingo comes out, she goes, born. <laughs> yes, oh, that was so cute. It was almost like a gymnast landing. Yes. Like, ta-da, ta-da. Visit mom and dad. Visit a cocktail. Visit So as Bandit cradles his new baby, he decides on the name Chili. How'd you feel about that? I thought it was weird. Yeah, it was a little strange, right? 
I'm like, why didn't so he just call deli- it bingo? You're delivering your wife? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't quite get it. I felt like there was like a deeper meeting that like went over my head. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't. Uh, why didn't you just call bingo bingo? Yeah. Yeah. A little strange. Okay. Meanwhile, Lucky's dad is munching on the dim sums that fell out of the baby carrier. So during gross. This whole thing. So gross. <laughs> like five second roll pack. Come on. <laughs> this is at least 10 to 25 seconds. Well, okay. and they were like mushed in there and bingo was eating them. And I don't know. I thought it was gross. Chili shouts from the top floor about how beautiful the baby is, and as Bandit expresses how easy the whole process was, Bluey decides that her it's her turn to be the baby. <laughs> and then you get that, like, what? look from Bandit. End of episode. Wow. Yeah. That was quite an episode. Everybody went on a journey. <laughs> that was quite the journey. Oh... Molly. So my favorite line definitely was Morning Wendy. Yeah, there were some funny lines in here. Um, I really liked um, How's It Going, Pregnant Man? <laughs> that um, Chili says when she's checking yes. in on him. Um, I also really liked Lucky's dad saying, You healers don't muck around. Yes. <laughs> it's like he's got to know. Anytime he crosses that fence, he goes over in that yard, that he's like, Could be anything. It could be like, anything. Up for an adventure at all times when you walk into this yard, the healers. Hundred percent. Um, so that was really funny. Those were some really good quotes. And of course, which we already mentioned, the pretty soon you'll feel the kid kicking, which oh. perfect, chilly, kinda chilly. egg and bingo on, giving bingo yes. ideas. That was so funny. So yes. a lot of really funny lines in this one. Oh my gosh. So they talk about and we talked about it earlier, dim sims. Yeah. Do you, do you know what a dim sim is? Not really. I kind of thought it was dim sum, like, you know, but like a dump, but they look like dumplings. But to me, when you order dim sum, you definitely get dumplings. And they look a little like popovers to me. Oh, yeah. A bit, yeah. too. I was mm-hmm. a little confused by this. So I did do some research, and a dim sim is a Chinese-inspired meat and vegetable dumpling-style snack food. It is apparently very popular in Australia and to a little bit lesser extent in New Zealand as well. Dim sims differ from typical Chinese dumplings in that they are often much larger, have a thicker, doughier skin, and are shaped more, wait for it, robustly. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that was their words online, not mine. (laughs) A very robust dumpling. Nice. So here's a super fun fact that kind of ties dim sims to the Bluey universe more than just within this episode. Okay. So I think there's a reason that they used dim sims, and I think it has to do with Aunt Trixie. Oh, interesting. Yes, because she was not in this episode. But so the they said that the original, I found online that the original recipe, which I guess came from William Wing Young, for dim sims was presented during the second episode of ABC One TV show, My F- Worst Nice. My F- is the voice of Trixie. Oh, okay. So on her, so she had a show where she would go around talking about her favorite things. It was back in 2012. And on one of those episodes, the show's name was Nice. She talked about some of her favorite things, one of them being dim sims. Oh, interesting. Yes. And a woman named Elizabeth Chong actually presented her with the original recipe. They made the original recipe, which consisted of pork, prawns, 
water chestnuts, spring onions, and soy sauce. Sounds awesome. It does. It sounds super tasty. So I'm not sure if this was a nod to Aunt <laughs> Trixie and her separate work that she did on her show, but I just think that's like a really fun tie-in. And again, another thing where people that maybe aren't Australian or New Zealand are like dim sims. Like you kind of feel like you know what it is. You're yeah. like, okay, this is some sort of Chinese dumpling, but you're not super familiar with it. Mm-hmm. So again, it's an opportunity to learn about a new thing. Yeah. And it's interesting that, like, they have an original recipe and they know where it came from. So it's not just, like, some ancient thing that's been around forever, Mm -hmm. but, like, there's a history to it. Very cool. Yeah, it's very, very cool. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about is a papoose. Yes. And what the actual term is for that. So papoose comes from or stands for a cradle board or other child carrier used by Native Americans. It's also known by various other names as well. In Algonquin history, the term papoose is sometimes used to refer to a child carrier. However, there's many different terms. Among the 573 federally recognized tribes, nations, and communities. Interesting. Yes. I didn't know that was the history. Yeah. So it has a it has that tie-in, mm-hmm. but I think we all just use and know baby carrier. Yeah. Because that's not a word that's, you know, native to my ancestry. So (laughs) I'm just going to call it a baby carrier from now on. Is there anything else you want to talk about with dad baby? Um, there, there's so many interesting, um, (laughs) what isn't there to talk about? Yeah, I know. It's like, um, Oh, I do like to be beside the sea. Morning, Wendy. Uh, different. Did it bring back any memory? Okay, how about this? Did it bring back any memories for you? The one thing it did was we mentioned this is very stereotypical how people perceive pregnancy to be. Mm-hmm. But was what in your experience like tied to this? Was there anything that you were like, oh, I remember that, or this reminded me of X, Y, and Z? Yeah, the one thing was at the very end. I know we mentioned that we were kind of confused by the name that was given. Yes. But it did remind me of, like, the idea of, like, holding the baby and kind of deciding the name. Because I know some people, like, name the baby when they're still pregnant and, like, announce the name and embroider the name and do all the things. Yes. But my husband and I, like, felt pretty strongly that, like, I don't know, I feel like names fit personalities. And I felt like I couldn't name the baby until I met them. So we definitely had that moment of, like, holding the baby and being, like, okay, does this name that we had in mind really fit this baby or not? Um, so at the end, when he was, like, cradling and then announced the name, it kind of reminded me of of that because that was something we do with each of our kids. Like, we had an, an idea when I was pregnant of what, like, our top names were. But until we met them, we just didn't choose it just to make sure. And with my son, we did not go with the top name. We went with a whole new name. Really? Because I remember. <laughs> that's so interesting. Yeah. Because I remember specifically, you were pregnant before I was. Mm-hmm. And I remember you talking about the way that you were looking at names was very much informed by what the child, what you wanted to call as a nickname. You wanted yes. to, to oh, call absolutely. the child's nickname. Yes. And I think that applies to both your kids, correct? Absolutely, yes. It was all, it was about nickname first. Mm-hmm. And then kind of the name being informed by what that nickname is. But I can't remember what you were thinking of. What was your top for David? Uh, William. 
William. Yeah, he was William the it's whole be a pregnancy. Um, that was one of the reasons we didn't do that. Um, <laughs> was because someone we did not care for started calling him Billy. And so we were like, yeah, not happening. Um, but we kept William as the top name. Um, but yeah, he just didn't look like William. He didn't, it just didn't click. It didn't connect. It wasn't his personality. Like, I don't know. Just, it wasn't the right but it was William was the top name the whole pregnancy. Um, and then, like, literally the night before I gave birth, I came up with David. And then we were – it was perfect. And we still love it. It was absolutely the perfect name. And with Charlie, the whole pregnancy, that was the name. And we had her and we held her and it was the name. And it was still fits her personality perfectly. <laughs> yes. Um, but, does. yeah, in the show, there was a little moment where he's holding the baby and then announces the name. And so that was probably what connected me. Or I was like, oh, okay, I remember doing that. Did you guys have a hard time picking out the names? Um, yeah, I mean, it's such a big decision that even if you're confident, you're still like wanting to make sure it's right. Because that's like a pretty big decision to like choose someone's name. Yeah, I remember, again, since you had both your kids before I had mm-hmm. my son, I went into it with, okay, here's kind of my top names. But I love the idea of waiting until I had my son mm-hmm. to say, does this name really fit? So we had two. We started probably with five. I had like, I kept track of various names that I liked. And then we whittled it down. We got down to two of them. I really liked both. My husband had a very strong opinion one way versus (laughs) the other way. And it completely had to do with the nickname. Yeah. So we had Hunter, which is my son's name. And then we had Harrison. Ah. And I loved Harrison. Yeah. Loved it. I still love it. <laughs> However, my husband was not keen on the idea of him being called Harry. So look at us and all of our royal names. Yeah. And <laughs> so I was like, I think Harry's great. Harry Potter. Yeah. Harry. Prince you know, Harry. Prince Harry. You know, it's not. We can tell people that his name is Harrison and not shorten it. Yeah. You know, somebody may probably yeah. later, but we yeah. can we can say no. This is what the name is, mm-hmm. and we ended up going with Hunter, and it's he, the perfect name it's for the him. Perfect name, and he's full of energy and stuff. Yeah, but I remember being like, "Oh, it works on so many levels. I love it." <laughs> that is so funny. That Harrison you were... Ford. I know. I, like, I love it. We can we can call him Indy for like a short. <laughs> <laughs> that is really funny. I was very, very upset when William and Catherine named their daughter Charlotte because that name was already on our radar. Yes. And I was like, no, they stole my name. But we did it anyway. We still call, yeah. we still named her Charlotte. Yeah. But of course, we call her Charlie. Call her Charlie. Yeah. And then um, I relate to the going in through the sunroof because I did <laughs> not have a conventional. Hunter was breech. So that's upside down so he was not in the right position and would not move and he was like that for months so as we got closer everybody's like very always you know upbeat and they're like oh yeah don't worry this is what's gonna happen and i was like this child's not moving he's (laughs) staying in this position i don't think that we're gonna be able to and close in the doctors decided okay we're 
you know, we're just going to schedule a C-section. So I was lucky. I had mine scheduled, which meant that I knew exactly what day I was going out on leave. I could make sure that I had bags packed and I literally like walked in and it all happened within like 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. the actual procedure itself. And it was very low stress versus the, oh my God, my water broke and it's the middle of the night and now we're rushing and are we going to get there on time and all that stuff. So I was a little stressed about the uncertainty of all of it. But I was definitely certain that he was not going to move. Yeah. He was locked into a position for months on end. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, he, I, he's staying there. He likes it. He's very comfy. Is he still stubborn? <laughs> okay. No, but he loves being up close next to things. Mm-hmm. So he loves being... He loves having all his toys next to him and being very cocooned. Yeah. And he was very cocooned when he was inside. Yeah. He did not really move. He liked being just like scrunched up. He wasn't one of the ones that was like doing tumbles and moving around. Various, no, yeah. he just liked being everything next to him, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that that's... Snuggle bug. Snuggle bug. Yeah. Yes. He's still like that. He's not like that. Did you have somersaults or no? Um lots of like kicking and they like to like come up in my rib. I would like push them down away from my ribs, <laughs> but you know, all the fun things. See, I didn't have that because he just stayed in one position. Oh, yeah. I didn't have a whole lot of the kicking or yeah. the belly doing weird stuff and mm-hmm. like see hands pushing and stuff like that. He didn't have <laughs> enough room. He just was in there. Yeah. Tight. Yeah. Did, uh, did anyone sing to you? Like, Lucky's like dad. Lucky's dad. No, nobody's <laughs> saying to me. Like maybe that's what I put it made it better. Maybe next time music. <laughs> Just put on the uh, Bluey album or something. That would be very calming. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for this bonus extra separate band, whatever kind of episode you want to call it. We will be back next week with an all new episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like us, leave a review, share us with a friend, and of course, subscribe so that you get the newest content as soon as it drops. You can also follow us on Instagram at forreallife.pod, that's F-O-R-R-E-A-L-L-I-F-E period P-O-D, or you can send us emails, love notes, comments, suggestions to our Gmail account, which is forreallife.pod at gmail.com. Have a great day.